Good day to you all. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good night, whatever time frame you'll be listening to this um, official podcast. Of course, this is your host, Brother D, with another Generational Changes official podcast. We do things inspirational and spiritual. Um, I'm coming on here, of course, the first day with the new series. Your words have power. Um, I'm excited. Um, I'm going to do it a little different today. Um, instead of me doing the first teaching, um, I'm going to have um, my first guest tonight um, do the first teaching. Um, amen. And um, familiar voice. And um, yeah, well, let's get on into it. I'm not going to be on here too long for you. Um, let's go over the generational changers scripture amen and it's of course first peters 2 and 9 um and it basically says um but you are a chosen people a royal priesthood a holy nation god's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light um amen and amen um, so, of course, as you all know, today we're doing our Words Have Power series, the first day of it, and um, just want to give you a few definitions of it, and basically, word basically means um, a single, clear, meaningful element of speech or writing, or are you with others to form a typical shown with the space or either side when writing a writing or printing basically or used to express movement amen and so the scriptures today that we're coming from is going to be proverbs 18:21 NLT version um and that basically reads the tongue can bring death and life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Proverbs, of course, 18 and 21 again from the King James Version. And death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Ephesians 4 and 29. Let everything, and this is from the NLT Version, you say, be good and helpful so that your words will be encouragement to those who hear them. And then, of course, the King James Version, let no corrupt conversation proceed out of your mouth and let which is good to the use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers. Amen. So, um... I'm going to stop talking. Um, my, my guest tonight, of course, is, of course, once again, um, Prophet um, Lakeisha Wilkins, one of the pastors at um, my church, and I'm excited to have her on again to talk about this topic, Words Have Power. Um, and I'm just going to let her speak on it um, and let her just take the floor, and I just pray that the Lord will have his way and do what he does best. In Jesus' name, amen. Hi, um, I am excited to join you on your podcast once again today. I was hoping that you had uh, 
some questions to lead us into our discussion. Um, but I understand that your uh, topic for uh, this session is your words have power. And, uh, and so we want to talk a little bit about the power that's in your words and um, from a natural perspective as well as from a spiritual perspective. And uh, I just want to start off by saying, uh, remember the little saying that we would say when we were children, um, the saying went, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. And I was thinking about as, as we were um, uh, pre prepping for this podcast about how that was a big fat lie. <laughs> um, because so many of us have been impacted by the words of someone, uh, rather it was good or bad. In fact, we were so impacted that it completely shaped our life and caused us to um, to take upon, you know, certain, to, to take on certain paths uh, in our life. And uh, a lot of people have been uh, injured as a result of the words that have uh, been spoken over or into uh, a particular uh, person. And so we really have to uh, go back and reel back on that little uh, statement we made when we were kids uh, and tried to make ourselves feel better. And I think, you know, when we go back and uh, examine, you know, even our own words and our own belief uh, behind the power of uh, our words, then it will cause us to be a little bit more careful about how we um, address uh, people and how we uh, speak uh, over our own destiny. Um, I can re refer us to the scripture where um, I want to take you there real quick. It's a common scripture. I have problems with my internet today. Um, so just bear with me one second so I can bring it up. So I want to take you to the exact scripture um, so I can tell you where it is located. Okay, it is Proverbs 15 and 1. I knew it and I just, uh, I doubted myself. <laughs> so Proverbs 15 and 1 says, a soft word turns away wrath but a harsh word stirs up anger. And so a lot of us, we've heard, uh, we've heard that scripture uh, before, but um, as we are, are coming up and maturing in the spirit, the, we allow uh, the Holy Spirit to guide us in how we respond and how we react to certain situations. Uh, then this particular scripture becomes real to us. Uh, it tells us, that uh, your word has a, um, a a powerful ability to turn um, 
a person one way or the other. Uh, it has the ability to um, disrupt an atmosphere or it can bring, you know, peace to an atmosphere. Uh, when you when you pull this uh, and get full revelation out of 15 and 1, it says a soft word can turn away wrath, but a harsh word can stir up anger. So when you're talking about turning and you're talking about um, stirring, you're talking about movement. And so when you talk about movement, you, you're really talking about power. You're talking about energy. And uh, a lot of times, you know, we don't realize that uh, a word can be just a word, but it, it becomes more meaningful uh, with the energy that's put behind that word. Uh, that's how we give it life, if that makes, uh, hopefully that makes sense. Um, when you say soft, a soft word, so not just a word, I can say the same word in a different manner and it, and it, pre, um, it causes a different response depending on the energy that I put behind that word. So the soft energy, the energy that uh, I put behind the first clause of the scripture, a soft word, uh, it will cause wrath to be turned uh, away from uh, what it could be, you know, where uh, we could have been in an explosive situation, but the Lord will allow you to speak forth a word that will uh, completely change or turn or um, I'm just looking for different words to express so you can use it and make it applicable in different uh, aspects of your life but it can change the, uh, the very atmosphere uh, from being explosive to causing a calming to be in that atmosphere just for um, the, the manner in which and for the meaning that you put behind that word and, and uh, this is described by this word salt and then on the other end of that spectrum is harsh harsh is um, the, the energy that you put behind that word the meaning, the spirit that you put behind that word can cause the atmosphere to be stirred up and frustrated. Uh, it can cause, um, of course, it says here, anger. But um, just knowing and understanding the, the power uh, that comes behind the meaning of what you are uh, speaking. And as you being a son or daughter of God, um, not only in the natural, from the natural perspective, um, is your words uh, powerful and moving, uh, not just from the natural perspective, but even in the spiritual. You have uh, an ability that was given to you by God to make things happen in the spirit. So when you begin to speak, you have to be cautious in how you speak and what you're speaking because of the uh, life-given ability that you have. Uh, like you were uh, using the scripture earlier today, um, when you mentioned uh, Proverbs 18 and 21, the tongue has the power of life and death. So that goes back to that two-part scripture we were talking about in um, Proverbs 15 and, um, and 21 that 
that you have the power to change or not 15 21 15 and one you have the power to uh change the atmosphere you have the power according to proverbs 18 and one uh to speak forth life uh or you have the power to uh, and so uh being mindful of that the power that you have uh, with your words will cause you to be uh you know, not only careful to not uh, cause destruction, but to also speak life over your uh, your destiny and the things that God has already said to you and proclaimed uh, to you and proclaimed over your life. Now you can begin to uh, proclaim that uh, for yourself because you know that God's words are true. You know that his words are powerful and you know that with you speaking it and you're putting that, um, I say the energy, but the, the power of the Holy Spirit behind um, that word, then you will begin to see the fruit of what you speak. And I wanted to just give you uh, another scripture really quickly. If you don't, mind me going to Luke 1 so I can just give you a little bit of a, a sample here uh, hopefully this makes sense and it's going in the direction that uh, that you're, you're wanting to take your audience oh yeah this is most definitely going into the right direction because like I said, prior to me getting this word, the Lord was ministering to me about how powerful, you know, the words that we speak come out of our mouth. And some of us don't realize, you know, what we're saying until we've already done said it. That's why we have to be very careful as to what we speak, to what we say. You know, we have to be very careful. The words that come out, even the conversation that we have with someone, we have to be very careful what we say, mindful what we say. So, which the direction that you're going into, Prophet, is actually just really good. Really, really, really good. This is a lot. This is some good stuff. Amen. I, I will um, take that, that lead then and take you to Luke chapter one. And uh, this is talking about the birth of uh, John the Baptist being foretold. And here we have uh, John the Baptist's father, um, Zachariah. He is, uh, of course, married to Elizabeth, who was of old age and she was barren. And uh, he was doing his service unto the Lord and um, now we're at the point where the, the angel of the Lord is coming to him. And so I'm going to start reading right there. And it says, um, verse 11, Luke 1 and 11. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him standing at the right side of the altar of, instant, of incense. When Zacharias saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife, Elizabeth, will bear you a son, and you are to call him John. He will be a joy and delight to you, and many will rejoice because of his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine 
or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he's born. He will bring back many of the people of Israel to the Lord their God, and he will go on before the Lord and the Spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah asks the angel, I'm sorry, I went up a little bit further. Zechariah asked the angel, how can I be sure of this? I am an old man and my wife is well along in years. The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you this good news. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words, which will come true at their appointed time. And so I'm gonna stop right there uh, because I think this is powerful. I've taught this um, before in Bible study, talked about it. Um, but here is uh, Zachariah. He is getting a powerful, powerful word that came to him straight from heaven. I mean, he's getting, you know, that type of word that we all want to hear, where the um, the Bible tells us, um, well, the angel of the Lord is telling Zechariah that your your prayers were heard. You you prayed, and he says now your prayers have been heard, and we are bringing a gift to you uh, from the Lord, and. Um, He's given him all of the uh, instructions and he is giving him, you know, the, uh, you know, what he can expect, you know, concerning his character and his purpose and all those good things. But then there's doubt that set in because of what his eyes are seeing, you know, as um, a man who is uh, well in age, he has, um, he has doubts now, and uh, Gabriel sees it. Gabriel recognizes it, and because of that doubt, because of the power that is in the tongue of that man of God, Gabriel had to shut his mouth so that he did not destroy um, the, uh, that which was put placed inside of, of him. He would carry the seed that uh, is gonna bring forth John the Baptist. And so he can't afford uh, to speak against what God uh, is is going to do. And so we have to be careful on, and, and realizing the power that God is, uh, has given us um, through the power of words that we don't speak against our destiny. Right. We walk in alignment with what the word of the Lord is saying. So the word of the Lord is speaking to Zechariah, good tidings. And so the response of Zechariah should be uh, a response of thankfulness, a, a response of praise, a response of triumph. And now he can begin to proclaim uh, what he has heard in the spirit into the natural, into the earth realm, and uh, be in agreement with heaven. Uh, but because of fear, uh, he began to speak uh, in a, a spirit of doubt, which uh, could have 
jeopardized what a God was uh, wanting to wanting to use him for. And so the Lord has given each one of us uh, assignments. He's given us, um, you know, giftings. He's given us, uh, you know, people that he has even assigned us to. But sometimes we become discouraged. Uh, we become uh, discouraged by what we see because we don't see uh, the uh, development happening just as we would look at other people and see it. Uh, we see how they minister and they're so eloquent and, and how they speak. And so we begin to speak against our destiny, even though the Lord gave you that word, uh, but the Lord does not want you to speak against what he's uh, set the course for your life because you have uh, the power to, to put a stop, to hinder what God uh, desires to do in and through you. Uh, he desires for you to accomplish the assignment and he, he has equipped you with everything that you need. In fact, he brings forth this word of good tidings. So now you, being a man of God, have to learn how to walk in agreement with heaven. In agreement with heaven. So if, if, if heaven is saying thus and thus, then I in the earth realm must say uh, the same thus and thus because I have the power to, to uh, bring forth uh, life in the earth. But if I hear the enemy who uh, many times will come and contradict the word that the Lord has uh, has released to me, if I begin to speak those contradicting words into the atmosphere, then it can um, it can hinder the growth and the development. It can hinder uh, the seed from coming forth. In fact, uh, it's really expressed in uh, when Jesus uh, gives the parable of the sower, and and he talks about how some fell on the um you know on the wayside and uh, some fell on stony ground so uh we have uh, the ability to see growth we have the ability to see uh, that thing that that the lord has started in us what he has invested in us what he has uh, planted in us we have the ability to see it come forth because all of those things have been done in the spirit realm uh, but but as the lord begins to reveal it to us we have to now proclaim it in the earth realm that's the power um, that god has given us uh, through the um, the holy spirit to speak like i was talking about earlier the energy that you put behind the word now i can say what the lord says but if i have no energy or no power behind it then nothing is going to come of it but but the power of the holy spirit that energy that we're talking about we have the power to shift um, the atmosphere even when the atmosphere is not conducive for me to produce because the lord said that i shall produce that i shall bring forth because the lord says uh you like to adam and eve for you to subdue, to go and uh, be fruitful and multiply in spite of uh, Satan's, um, his tricks and uh, the, the things that he throw in the way to try and uh, cause me to miss my destiny. In spite of all of those things, because of the power behind that word by way of the Holy Spirit, I am able to shift 
the atmosphere. I'm able to shift and move things out of the way because the Lord already spoke my victory. He already spoke that that whatever um, you know, whatever He said in heaven, we can cause it to manifest in earth. And so the power of our words are even the more powerful by way of the Holy Spirit when we have the Holy Spirit operating within us. And that's the reason why Zachariah's mouth had to be closed for a season because we could not allow him to speak into the earth realm opposite of what heaven was speaking because his spirit had to be in alignment with what heaven was speaking. So we have to temporarily shut your mouth so that you don't abort what God has started and what his desire, because there's purpose in the thing that the Lord will cause to birth out of your spirit. There's purpose in that. So we can't allow um, you to continue to uh, disrupt what God is doing. So so the mouth of Zachariah had to be closed. Hopefully I'm not going off uh, too far, but... Um, oh, no, you're talking good, prophets. Amen. And I do have one question because I do want to go ahead and, you know, c- close this out. Um, just one question. So um, my question to you is, what would you say to either a man or woman of God who, you know, walk in doubt because of what life has brought them or because of them still living in the past and all they do is speak negative about their situation. Even when a person tries to try to speak positive, you know, they want to continue to walk in the negative, speak the negative. What would you say to someone who is in that right now or in that, or in that walk of life? Well, I would, I would say that it's an issue of alignment. Like we were just talking about, uh, you have to be in agreement with what heaven is saying. The Bible says uh, many times in Revelations, uh, he that has an ear, hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying. So in order for you to hear and receive the right words, the words of heaven, you got to have an ear to hear. So there has to be an alignment. So I can never uh, speak and proclaim uh, with with the right energy, like I said, because words can be empty and not make movements like you. Uh, would hope they would make if there is not power behind that word, but the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about from a spiritual perspective now. Um, there must be, um, there must be um, a power. There, there must be an understanding. I'm sorry, I'm getting my 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 next meeting coming through. Um, there must be a, a, a issue of alignment. We have to be aligned with what the spirit of the Lord is saying. In order to do that, then we have to humble ourselves. We have to lay aside uh, how we feel, our opinions, um, our thoughts, and all of those things so we can allow the Holy Spirit to work on us and in us. Because before we can even do any assignments and birth anything, all of those things that are are contrary to um, the Spirit of of the Lord have to come out anyway. So there has to be character work that that the Lord is going to do before we even move uh, in that direction of birthing. 
So I would say the first thing is uh, to position yourself uh, so that you can allow the Lord to do the work in you, uh, the work of healing, the work of restoration, the work of reconciliation, so that there is nothing preventing you from hearing in the spirit. Amen. Amen. So when you when you begin to hear, she's calling me back again. I'm sorry. Um, when you begin to hear, then you can speak. You can um, then speak what you're hearing. And when you speak what you're hearing, that's how you proclaim in the atmosphere and you change things uh, right here in the earth. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm gonna let you go. Thank you for coming right. by and ministering, and um, thank you for letting the Lord use you. Absolutely. Blessings to you. We'll talk again soon. Amen. Amen and amen. Well, I just want to thank God for prophetess coming on and just ministering to us about the power of your words. Um, And for foremost and all, I do want to apologize once again as to how it started, but the Lord still moved, the Lord still had his way, and the Lord still spoke to me to thank God for this woman of God who came on and ministered. We just thank God for her, and of course, my brother, a new voice will be coming on, um, and this is a brother from my church um, who has called to be a prophetic voice to this nation to his generation he's going to be coming on and he's going to also be ministering um this sunday um so yeah on the same topic so i'm excited i'm excited for what the lord has already spoken and i'm just excited for what he's getting ready to speak even the more um this sunday so like i said you guys be blessed i thank you all for continuing to support me continuing to come on and get fed spiritually um, and I just thank God for the testimonies. I just thank God for what he is doing. And let's just understand my whole point of this whole entire, you know, series is we as children of the most high God, and I don't mean to, you know, come behind someone and, you know, minister what they just ministered. But my whole point of this whole entire series that the Lord gave me was we as the people of the Most High God must understand the type of power that we have when we speak. The Bible tells us, I just read it, that the power of life and death lies within the power of our tongue. God has given us the authority and the dominion and the power to speak life to everything that's around us, to our situation, to our destiny, to our jobs, We have that power that he has given us to speak life to a dead thing. God has given us power to speak to dry bones and they come to life. He's given us that power to proclaim blessings over your children, over your families. You know, you can't walk around calling yourself a child of God if you're speaking negativity to family members, to co-workers, to neighbors. Those become word curses. And we have to be careful and mindful what we say and what we speak and what we proclaim because of the volume and the power that we have. 
if we just knew the type of power that our words have, we would be careful. Even when, because you you have some children of God that curse. Those curse words carry dangerous ammo, very dangerous power. You have to be very careful. So I just wanted to come on with this first night. I pray that you guys were blessed. I know I was. The Lord spoke and he said some powerful things to the woman of God. Please, like I said, share this. I pray that you guys were taking notes as well. Because um, this is a note-taking podcast. So, like I said, you guys be blessed. You guys be safe out there. Because I know we are experiencing some severe weather tonight. But I speak protection, divine protection over everyone. Let's just go before the Lord right now in prayer. Amen. So, Lord, I thank you for having your way. I thank you, Lord God, for speaking with us, saith the Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for using the woman of God to come on and minister. Lord God, I just thank you for what you're doing. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that... We will speak when you tell us to speak, and we will shut up when you want us to be quiet in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you will protect our tongue, cover our tongue. We plead the blood over our mouth and over our tongue now that it will only speak blessings, that will only speak well, that will will only speak the word of the Lord, that we will be mindful of what we say, that we will never hold any corrupt conversations in the name of Jesus because of who we are. And Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, that we will speak nothing but great things, Lord God, no matter how bad the situation may look or feel like. It doesn't matter if we're rich, poor. It doesn't matter what it may look like, Father, that we will always speak positive, that we will never doubt, but that we will trust the process in the name of Jesus, that whatever it may look like, we know that God it's going to turn it around. So, Father, I give you praise. I give you glory. And for every guest speaker that I have coming on to minister concerning this topic, I pray that you will give them what you want them to release. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Will you guys be blessed? I love y'all. Amen. And let's continue to, you know... Be who God has called us to be. I remember Psalmist Rang saying at a worship conference in London, reckless abandonment. Amen. Well, God bless you all. Please like, please share this to somebody because they need to hear this. Amen. And if you have not yet, please do go to my, my, um, my main page on Spotify. And please follow so you can get all the alerts whenever I am releasing a podcast episode. God bless you all. Until next time, this is your brother, your boy, Brother D. Amen and amen. God bless you all.